You're listening to The Bookend, a podcast for the emerging authors to read an excerpt from their own book and give us a lowdown on their writing process. They are also invited to share a poem or a prose piece by an author of their own choice. I'm your host Sahar Hashmi. You are tuned in to The Bookend. And I am so delighted to welcome a Bahraini author, Amani Altavash, today on the show. Amani Altavash is a writer, designer, artist whose debut novel, Banat Gulnar, is making huge splashes in Bahrain. Very energetic. Welcome to the show. Hi. Hi, Sahar. How are you? Pleasure to be with you in the, the show. I'm very delighted to welcome you, Amani, because you know you are the first Bahraini author on the show. Oh, I'm so lucky then. And it's a lovely winter's morning in Bahrain as well. It's, uh, you know, mildly sunny and a very pleasant wind desert wind is blowing outside i can even hear the house doves chirping outside so all set for your reading yeah it's it's just take your book and go out and enjoy the weather so instead of that we brought you in so that you can have a little <laughs> discussion about your debut title yeah i'm here enjoying you enjoying talking to you with my coffee so it's the same congrats as well because you know you don't get to hear about your novels being published in bahrain every other day it happens very rarely for you already a milestone that you have just achieved and i'm not the only one i we have really famous uh, writer here in bahrain very old work and uh, novels so uh, i'm i'm just uh, like tiny students <laughs> for them adding to the list long long list yeah of course because uh, i'm too young to say that i'm a Uh, famous artist here in Bahrain. So tell us something about before you start the reading a little bit just to you know that just to prepare the listeners and me as well um a little bit about the backstory of uh, Binat Gulnar. Uh, Binat Gulnar based on uh, like history stories that we heard about from here and there. Um I take the part of Persian people came from uh, from Iran and they live in Bahrain. Uh, they start their journey from long time ago like more than one year when 100 year now and they like um they were trying to be mixed with the with the with the bahraini people uh, at the same time they were holding their cultures uh, and history and even uh, the language uh, and and you know there's lots of issue between gulf gcc's countries and iran mm-hmm. in between two uh, they were trying to be bahraini but the the identity still persian people this kind of conflict in real life it's it's uh, unfortunate but ideal for any kind of you know storytelling or for the novel because you need a conflict to build a story around yeah but that's why i based i based my stories on history parts and uh, then it comes the story inside uh, one family uh, so the first one her name is gulnar of course and the banat means uh, daughters of gulnar so it comes uh, first generation when they came here and they were like um, uh, dreaming to go back to their land and their country and their uh, their even family and then it comes uh, and then it starts to the second generation and the third they don't want even to go back mm-hmm. they believe that they 
البحريني each other so uh, some of these stories i i bring it into into my book and uh, too many others of course because you know when 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 it comes to the identity it comes too too big to the human especially before maybe now it's less with the more uh, mm-hmm. like understand so it's it's before it was no um, Towards di- diversity, people are more receptive and more understanding towards diversity in culture and also in, in values as well. Yes, uh, yeah, it's, it's become more uh, understanding more and uh, like, uh, of course, because we, we are mixed together now, like it's uh, it comes with the, like my uh, my family, uh, lots of my family, they, they made it to, to Persian from, from yani, they are not Persian, we called it, we called them Ajam, which is, uh, mm-hmm. we, they bought but they talk in persian language and uh, they talk both of course but the the main language they they talk in, in their houses is persian mm-hmm. but uh, we are mixed now together like my 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 nephew are their mother are persian mm-hmm. so it's it's now we we became like uh, be one one big family in Bahrain like everyone is knowing everyone and not everyone is married from other parts so uh, it's, it's different I think all over the world the first generation that plans or intends to or somehow ends up immigrating they have to grapple with so many difficulties their challenges are always always compounded yeah the first the first generation they became for uh, just to work and get money and go back to their land and they you know the culture in Iran Uh, it's too rich comparing with us comparing with with our culture Iran is more they have lots of music and mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. like more complicated sophisticated yeah <laughs> yeah they so they when they came here uh, they they noticed the difference and especially with other language they don't understand that they didn't even uh, I mean the old generation when they came before mm-hmm. the beginning they they didn't even like uh, try to understand the language or talk the language in, in the language so it was too difficult to mix to each other that's that's one part and the other part is the uh, the 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 fight between the governments and gccs and 
Persian because of identity, I think, from the beginning. From the beginning, it wasn't that easy to melt between. Every 10 years, 20 years, there is issue between them. So it wasn't easy for the people to, to live in Arabic country and they are not. Yeah, I understand. You know, whatever happens in political scene, it somehow finds its way into the social stream, into our lives as well. I understand, which makes it difficult for, for the immigrants to assimilate with this kind of historical background and context well ideal for storytelling by the way this kind of conflict you, you know there's so much it is so layered it's there is no one story even one story has so many layers to it so it's it's the ideal yeah and um, from the beginning I was like uh, I want to know everything so I, I I was trying to reach because I'm not Persian Ajmi uh, I'm not Ajmi so I was looking for Ajam's family and uh, I visited them uh, to give them an, uh, a question like very old questions like mm -hmm. they have to the part that they forget already especially the old people mm -hmm. uh, but I think I I find the answer at the end from mm -hmm. many 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 are you of mixed it's, origin both Arab and Ajam uh, it's it's mixed but I was looking for the pure Ajmi, which is old people who's, who's come, come, like mm -hmm. the first generation immigrants. Remember some some stories or some something. Uh, mm -hmm. The youngsters they for, they they don't know or they don't they don't realize what happened at this age because I start my novel with 1923. Wait, I have to find way back and the old people you know the memory is not that strong but I start like to ask them about their parents how they came and how they lived the difficult part was that I'm looking for not the old Ajmi uh, families I was looking mm -hmm. for the uh, who came uh, very poor because there's two kind of Ajmi the one who's really rich like mm -hmm. rich with with the, they were like between here and Iran living there they have their houses there and they have their mm -hmm. house here and uh, even they have the passport uh, the Iranian passport and Bahraini passport mm -hmm. but I was looking for the people who's really poor they came here to for temporary working and they ha they came by uh, by hidden, not with the direct uh, mm -hmm. papers. Illegally. So they can, okay. Yes. Uh, and they not via legal they, means. Yeah, yeah they, they hide themselves inside the boats mm -hmm. so they can reach without paper. And they don't have paper because even the paper that they have to bring uh, costs and they don't want to pay. They don't have money to pay. Mm -hmm. So they came by, um, they hide themselves inside the big boats or uh, like they have th their way. Mm -hmm. I started my novel with this story how they are hiding themselves inside the boats and they reach to the land very hard and and in, in dark nights uh, mm -hmm. so, so that's uh, the research yeah, that I you have done for the novel so did you also consult some of the archives or some of the books or what else did you do to collect yeah, some uh, facts I based your novel uh, off little books we have here because no one is like right um the history in, in, in very like um, in details. I didn't find these kind of books, but there's the 
Billy Grave Memories, um, uh, the Billy Grave book, uh, the diary. He he writes sometimes like um, not in details, of course, because he's like writing it in in like I go the I go today to the to the office. I find someone they came from Iran hidden and the way. Like but a journal. Not, he's journaling. Is can you tell the name of the book? Yes. Can you please just say it again? It's uh, Billy Grave. His name is Billy Grave. He worked in Bahrain. He's an English. Um, English person. Mm-hmm. He Billy came to Grave. Bahrain in nineteen twenty-six. I think nineteen twenty-six. He reached Bahrain and uh, he worked with the government till nineteen fifty-fifty-three, fifty-five, maybe fifty-three or fifty-five. His name is uh, Charles Charles Billy Grave. And throughout this period, most of this period, he kept writing, kept journaling his experience and uh, everything that he saw or observed. Sometimes day by day, if there is something happening in Bahrain, like uh, some issues in the uh, in the Bahrain roads, uh, so he's writing it day by day, and there is lots of uh, uh, details for for history part. So most of the uh, writer using this diary to to know what's happening. And where where can anybody, if anybody, any budding writer in Bahrain wants to know and uh, get hold of this book, Billy Graves' diary, where can they find it? They can get it everywhere. At the libraries. It's at the libraries online. It's everywhere. Okay. It's very easy to. You went to the people, Ajmis, pure Ajmis from both the sides and the first generation immigrants, and also some of the archives uh, to to base your story off. And then. Ooh, and then you did you map it out like we like before starting did you have a map on paper in front of you this is the beginning this is the start and that's my conflict and this is how i am going to build on it because this is my first uh, novel i wasn't sure that i am able to 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 write a novel like full novel so it was at the beginning i wrote what chapter to to find if i can do it or not a novel it was just short stories or articles uh, in the newspaper so and of course my my own uh, daily writing some some stories not published but when i wrote this chapter uh, i don't know i didn't know back then how to start i don't know if it's able it's it's is it fine i don't know the quality of the writing so i was looking for someone to help me of course my husband is a writer as well he was pushing me that you can do it you can do it. okay but i'm not i was like looking at my husband that he's my husband of course he will say that it's fine to write mm-hmm. then i the one of the famous writer here in Bahrain he he was he's passed away now but at the, this time he was there he was he's fa- he's friends of one of my family so i met him i told him that i have chapter i need i need you to look if you can mm-hmm. at it mm-hmm. and please i need your opinion please don't don't uh, stop yourself if you don't like it just tell me you are not a writer don't write again mm-hmm. i i remember myself telling him this so uh, he took the chapter he read it and then when he came when when he back to me he said you are uh, here to write wonderful this life please. what he said was wonderful so uplifting for an emerging writer of course i i, I flied that day <laughs> it was was this, uh, there the challenge mm. he was he helped me a lot 
with each week he teached me the the basic how to write the the novel like uh, of course there's lots of books but but he he take my hand and like show me how step by step mm-hmm. how to write the, yeah the uh, the history part how it comes uh, step by step and mm-hmm. uh, because it's it's uh, more than one generation mm-hmm. it comes very difficult how to deal with the with the dates uh, which which day is mm-hmm. this this hero is coming in this life like <laughs> i i have to build this all together with the history with the chronological order yani level by level yeah so it, it, it's all because of farid ramadan of course farid ramadan he has lots of books mm-hmm. uh, and early readers are very important because you know they kind of guide you in the right direction and if they don't you may still be lost have- Yeah. I think I am lucky because I have of course my husband he's a no- novelist as well. Uh, Farid Ramadan and uh, of course from our friend is Nader Kadam. Nader Kadam is a, is a is a Bahraini writer. He's not he's not writing a novel but he has experience and he has lots of books to his credit. Yes. So Nader Kadam helped me to find the history part and make it like with the with the novel details how to mend together and mm. uh, how to one, incorporate one. the past into present the story which is taking yes. place and how to mix it with the yeah. with the people inside it involves very, very subtle technique that how do you bring the past with the help of memory stream of consciousness technique and flashbacks there are so many ways there are so many techniques that novelists used to incorporate what happened in the past and how it is still relevant in the present day life of the characters he did a great job for you by the way. But, but, but at the end i am a beginner uh, i see myself as a beginner so it was too hard hard to find a way sometimes i it is. i find a way and sometimes i was stuck for two three uh, weeks or sometimes even one month um so it, it wasn't easy that easy mm-hmm. because many times i came to my husband and said i'm like i will stop i'm not going to finish this <laughs> it was too hard what made it more difficult was that it was spanned over generations and the, you know this yes. the whole scope of your novel is huge starting yeah. from 1920 and then to modern worlds 2000s especially the, when you, you when you didn't live in, in part of the novel it's I, sometimes you can't imagine uh, the details i know the difference because i wrote in two in 90s it was too easy for me i know the how it comes and I lived this period so it was too easy to finish this mm-hmm. part but the, the other part 70s 60s 40s 20s it's too hard what it was, was too life hard. like in 1920s and what were the challenges and how did people go about There's their no daily life is, you know, there isn't any yeah. it's not documented either so it's difficult yes it is and those are not the days of internet that you can have a look at some you know, some exactly. video on youtube or tiktok or- but bahrain is like we have of course uh, some movies not movies like shows uh, show us how how it was the life uh, in this period and, and before but not in ajmi's uh, families it's different the attitude mm-hmm. is different people mm-hmm. are living is different their food is different their uh, like uh, clothes are different so everything is different i don't have i, I don't have something to see that i can 
take it and write about this that was the difference uh, would you like to read from your lovely book binat gulnar it's an arabic i'll read the part uh, it's um, the part in 90s and uh, do- the one of the daughter of the gulnar she became like uh, typical bahraini <laughs> workers uh, She's, she's working in uh, in a bank mm-hmm. and she starts to describe her from morning so uh, can i start sure sure take it away استيقظ بذهن مشوش بسواد الكوابيس لا ينفعني تفاؤلي ولا افكار ولا افكار ورديه ابثها في نفسي قبل ان انام لا استخدم منبها ليوقظني الوقت لا يعنيني واتجاهله على الدوام أبدأ يومي بإشعال سجارة أدخنها بهدوء أحرق الشياطين التي غلبتني في أحلامي أذهب إلى عملي متأخرة مهما فعلت بملل شديد أتدي ملابسي أراها متشابهة بلون واحد ولا, أح- ولا أجد مزاجا للتأنق أصعد سيارتي سيارة هاشم متناسية الوقت أتجنب النظر إلى الساعة في شاشة السيارة الأمامية لا أحب أن أستعجل لا فرق عندي إذ تأخرت قليلا أو كثيرا في كل الأحوال سأدخل مكتبي مكتبي متأخرة كعادتي أنا Yeah. I, I just wanted to know about your uh, process of publishing. One is, you know, working on manuscripts, you know, you need the early readers and you were so lucky to have somebody around you who guided you in the right direction and he was there for you for every step of the way and working on the text. Once it's complete, then starts another challenge that is to publish. So how did the yeah. process of publishing go about here in Bahrain from, you know, pitching and then having it approved by the editors and finally picking up the copy and, you know, the year from the press and smelling it. In Bahrain, we don't have many options to publish the book. So I start with the, I have my friend from Oman. She's an editor. Uh, I start to work with her. Her name is um, Aisha Salem. Uh, she, I, I start with her before I finished the book because I was thinking that I finished the book and I start working with her to, to edit the book and like uh, to check the book one by one. But you know, because two eyes in the book, it's better. So we start to work together maybe for five months and uh, she finished, of course, and we finished our job. And then I look at the the novel again and I start to edit it again and again and again. It was too hard to decide it's ready to publish. Because we are working as a team here. Mm-hmm. Of course, me, my husband, our friend Nadir Kadam. And mm-hmm. uh, at that time, um, unfortunately, the Farid Ramadan passed away. Uh, at the end of uh, like the last call from Farid Ramadan, he, he told me that you are ready to, the, the the novel is ready, but you need to polish the novel to be shine. It means, uh, of course, uh, to edit it. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I finished with Aisha and then I came with the, with the team and they read it again and again and again. And I was always like not sure that I finished. And when I'm sure, my husband just pushed me to, to make it better. Uh, mm-hmm. And then, of course, Nadir called them the same. So we were, actually, we were a team. And I was lucky to, to have this team in my life, in my, in my, in my journey in this uh, novel. But at the end, it needs, uh, it was needing to, to final check with the editor. Uh, there is Bahraini, his name is Hussein uh, Sanadi. Uh, he checked the book at the final, the, the language, of course, and everything. And I choose to pop 
to publish it in Beirut, not in Bahrain. Mm-hmm. Because we don't have a publishing house here in Bahrain. Because uh, I didn't find someone here uh, to publish my book. I wasn't sure that they will take the book everywhere, uh, all the um, exhibition in the world, Arab countries. Uh, this uh, from Beirut, Darsu'an. I was sure that they go around all the countries. Mm-hmm. Uh, they will take care of the book and they will have the chance to... Uh, On you and your book. Work more with, with Lebanese uh, publishing house. So, Are you thinking about bringing in any English version of this or having it, uh, you know, translated in English too? Because, you know, there is a huge community of expats here from different nationalities, not just Ajams, do- different parts of the world. They are expats. They are not immigrants, though. Similar kind of issues, though, we also grapple with. It seems Binat Gulnar will have great resonance with the expat community as well in Bahrain. Yeah, I wish uh, I wish there is a chance to be in English because even our kids' generation, they don't read Arabic. That They always read English, unfortunately. But this is the truth. But this is not my work. The publishing house any publishing house looking at this book and they it's really good book to translate it to english they they have to take my approval and and they do it not not my side if anyone comes and tell me that hey we will take the, the book and translate it and then at the end of the journey i check the the book the english copy and approve it and that's it it will be i think it will be more you're open to it if anybody is off we had a lovely discussion and it was lovely to get to know you and to talk about your book binat gulnar amani thanks a lot for making to the book and it was lovely talking to you thank you thank you it was really lovely i like it. i i love uh, talking about uh, binat gulnar in english it's different <laughs> But uh, I hope you enjoy it. Mm, yes, I do. You're the first Bahraini author on the show as well. We had, I'm lucky. we had a lovely session. You were tuned in to The Bookend. I'm your host, Sahar Hashmi, signing off. You can listen to The Bookend on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Follow us on Insta at thebook.and. For requests, features and suggestions, get reading with The Bookend.